Fresh Art International presents conversations about creativity in the 21st century. This is Fresh Art. I'm Kathy Bird. Our podcast documents the oral history of creativity through the lens of art, film, and architecture. Three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. July 16, 1969, was a day when science, technology, and our imagination came together to make history. The world watched on television as the manned Apollo 11 spacecraft launched from Cape Kennedy, Florida. It's estimated that 650 million people tuned in when Captain Neil Armstrong took a walk on the moon. That's one small step for man. To honor the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing, we introduce you to two artists whose work points to the stars, Lanika Gordian and Ralph Nauta of Studio Drift. During Apollo 11 events, a special edition of their airborne art will lift off from NASA's Rocket Garden at the Kennedy Space Center. Today we take you to the intersection of nature, art, and technology to meet Amsterdam-based artists Ralph Nauta and Lanika Gordian of Studio Drift. I discovered their experimental work for the first time at the 2017 Armory Show in New York City, inside the Pace Gallery space at the Art Fair. I'm Kathy Bird with Fresh Art International, and I'm standing here in the Armory Show with a gravity-defying artwork. This is a suspended concrete block under which I'm standing, and it has no strings attaching it to the ceiling and no mechanism attached to the back wall. An installation that changes its position every second that I'm watching it. The piece is called Drifter. It is controlled, but it also has its own mind. And your work together, your studio Drift. We're Studio Drift. We've been working together for 10 years. And for every project we do, we collaborate with scientists, with engineers, with electricians. And the making part, we, we can figure out ourselves. We also work with a lot of other artists and designers together to an architect to create our work. So it's always very often collaborations and we are very much interested in space and making installations that make you wonder about if reality matters or not. We create our environment all the time and what is it still natural to us, what, we, what we're doing and when does it feel natural, when does technology feel natural to us and when does it not. If you look at how artists work throughout history, it's even with new painting techniques, the next evolution that we're doing is very tech related. So. We, we just see it as a tool to express ourselves and try to mold these technologies into helping us getting to a level of expression that is not possible in another way. We are big dreamers. We want to create things that are not possible. Yes. But why not possible? Is it in the limit of our minds or is it the limit of what we can do? I think all new innovations, if they're relevant or not for the future, they start with imagination, which actually concrete used to be yeah, it's a, a it's science a, fiction it's idea. It's a science fiction idea. Yes. You're referencing. referring to uh, concrete that's 
also is used by Tadao Ando, who, who has yes. those holes, and those holes are also needed to lift up the block. Uh, he doesn't cover the concrete, he really shows it as the material itself and values the material. And I think something that has started as a science fiction idea has become so common, you don't even notice it anymore. We wanted to bring that back to science fiction again and also make us think about how important it is to think completely wild of what you want yeah. to do and what you could do because things that look now insane and, and impossible will become maybe in 500 years our main environments. You know, with our work we want to challenge people to dream again because this is the foundation of the new time is that that is dreaming think of something impossible. But tell me how this piece how it relates to the rest of your practice. Is this well, emblematic? I think yeah. this is really the next step in our work. Yeah, We've always been working on the relationship between human beings, nature and environment, and then what role technology plays in that. And I think the start of our studio was kind of the moment that we realized that technology is not the enemy of nature. But yeah. since the Industrial Revolution, it was always the technology that was pushing out nature. And always we had seen that, it's or nature or technology. And, and at a certain point we came to the conclusion, we made a work which is called Fragile Future, where we use electronics combined with real natural materials, dandelions, and it looks completely imbalanced. And this was the first moment we realized like technology is in the future going to bring us closer to nature. Ten months later, I witnessed Franchise Freedom, a flying sculpture that Studio Drift created in partnership with BMW for a one-night presentation during Miami Art Week 2017. Their latest experiment with 300 lighted drones played out among the stars in the sky above the sea on Miami Beach. My second encounter with their work was just as fascinating as the first. So I reach out to record with them again. I thought it was really interesting how consistent your vision is, your interest in this place where humans meet nature, and that idea that technology could somehow feel natural instead of unnatural. And I think that's what happened last night with Franchise Freedom. How did it feel to you to see that happen because when you hear drone, drone to me is like something I don't want to have anything to do with much. I, it just seems so invasive and yet these drones were paying no attention to us. I'm very thankful and glad that we could achieve this. It's been an insanely big group effort. It was such a relief as well because we were so dependent on the weather to actually do this. It was such a big risk because the days before the wind was insane. We couldn't fly, we couldn't test. So we actually got like a very small window before the performance to test our latest updates on the algorithms. You can think of something, but then of course you have to see it. We did some tests at the Intel headquarters before. I mean, we were flying with Intel hardware and we had to extend on that to get to that level that you feel what you're seeing. If it's not that, then you know I'd rather not show it because the piece is about engaging with something natural that you feel like fire burning or wind going through the grass. It's a universal feeling everybody understands and that you get separated from because of the noise of daily life. Getting people to calm down and to get them to see this and to relax for 10 minutes, that was mind-blowing. Let's describe for the listeners what they saw. Well, what they saw are the people that gathered on the beach. 
uh, at a certain point they saw some tiny dots of light going into the sky and then disappearing and then it got dark and then people thought was this it but at that moment one by one there were already 300 drones in the sky and I mean the drones you don't see because it was dark so you see only the lights and uh, one by one the lights turned on and started to participate in the swarm and all together uh, over the course of maybe a minute they started to form a swarm together. Basically people were looking like a performance as if a flock of starlings would murmurate see but then this flock of starlings was a flock of lights it was a self-organized uh, system it felt natural with that we had a piano performance by you Beving that accompanied the piece and i think increased emotional value to what you were seeing at that moment when everyone came to experience the phenomenon it completely altered people emotionally and mentally to a point where they wanted to see something magic that you promised and you delivered. What does the title mean, Franchise Freedom? What is that about? Franchise Freedom is about the sacrifices that one needs to make in order to achieve freedom. Whatever that is, many people do it in, in many different ways. I think all of us, all people are striving for certain type of freedom. Some people strive for that in their work, some people strive for that in their private life, some people strive for that in their behavior. There's so many different ways of striving for that, but I think it's one of our biggest drives. And I think it also drives innovation and drives us as a humanity to move forward. You can say, okay, real freedom doesn't really exist because no one can be completely free because it always comes with a sacrifice and sacrifices are also not, not free. But at the same time, it's also beautiful that we have to adapt to each other and work together because we are group animals also as human beings. Even that we don't want to be one of, of a big number, we also need each other to work together. And I think that's beautifully translated in murmuration swarms. And that visual is so strong and we all understand it. We understand it on many different levels. To realize that that's the real translation of how we perceive freedom, I think that's what this piece is about. You're dreamers as artists and you dream of the idea that tech could bring us closer to nature. How do you think this project achieved that? We tend to look constantly at our, at our smartphones all day long and we don't see our environment anywhere. But we are here because there is an environment that delivers us air and food, all sorts of feelings. And we try to point out by using technology, actually we try to mimic those things in order to look at those things again. Somehow you need to attract attention to what the world is about. Everything is already there in that world. You only have to pick things out that are exceptional and, and lighting them up or showcasing them. And that's, I think that's what technology can do because with technology you can make things move and almost you can come most close to life. It's very interesting to, to try to get close to that point to where that is about. And when you believe that uh, what you create delivers a real emotion and, and you believe that, even that it's a machine, you understand it because you understand also those things in nature. To me, the experience, having people look up at the full moon to see, you know, their experience, the sea, the stars, the sky. While we were waiting, we could see Orion's belt. We could see the waning supermoon. They're coming to see nature come to life in a new way. So thank you for bringing that to Miami. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you.
Fresh Art International. I'm Kathy Bird. You've been listening to my conversations with Amsterdam-based artist Lonica Gordian and Ralph Nauta. They work at the intersection of technology, science, and art. I encountered two of their curious experiments this year. Applications of new technology designed to make us question the lines we draw between humanity and nature, chaos and order. The way they bent 300 drones to their will was especially provocative and poetic. Studio Drift leaves us believing in the unexpected potential for technology to feel natural. Today, to remember the Apollo 11 moon landing, we share an episode released on January 4, 2018. Visit our website to learn more and hear other voices from the world of contemporary art. Please take a few minutes to review Fresh Art on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram. The John S. and James L. Knight Foundation, Emily Hall Tremaine Foundation, Locust Projects and the Andy Warhol Foundation for the Visual Arts, the International Association of Curators of Contemporary Art, and listeners like you make this oral history project possible. On our site, you'll find the opportunity to support our stories. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more contemporary art talk. <music>